Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Monday, October 11th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, BTC is at $56,705.28, up 2.03%. Ethereum at number two, $3,520.67, down 1.94%. Cardano at number three, $2.22, down 1.94%. Binance coin number four, $416.42, down 1.04%. Tether at number five, $1. XRP number six, $1.16, down 4.69%. Solana at number seven, $150.83, down 3.27%. Polkadot at number eight, $35.06, down 4.08%. Number nine, USD coin, $1. And number 10, Dogecoin at 23 cents, down 4.44%. Take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So what do we got? We got today, greed at 71. Yesterday was greed at 71. Last week was neutral at 54. And last month was fear at 31. Let's take a look at our five articles today. Article number one is Vitalik Buterin calls out Bitcoin maximalists for supporting El Salvador's president, Nayib Bukele. Article two, why new investors are choosing Cardano over Bitcoin, Ethereum. Article number three, executive order bombshell, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, BNB, XRP, Solana, and Dogecoin are braced for a massive earthquake amid huge price pump. Article four, why Bitcoin investors need to restrain their bullishness for now. And last but not least, our main topic today is, is the US dollar going digital? So before we get into the articles, I just want to say thank you so much to all my supporters from the Dave's Daily Crypto Take. If you're following me on the podcast, I'm on three places, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts please leave a rating and a review. It does help me out. And if you're in the YouTube space, watching the YouTube videos, check me out on Dave's Daily Crypto Take and leave a like, share, and subscribe. It does help me out greatly. So let's get into it. Article number one is Vitalik Buterin calls out Bitcoin maximalists for supporting El Salvador's President Nayib Bukele. So two things in this article. Number one, Ethereum creator Vitalik Buterin has criticized El Salvador President Nayib Bukele for forcing businesses in the country to adopt Bitcoin. And number two, Buterin has also called out the Bitcoin maximalist for supporting Bukele. Ethereum creator Vitalik Bukele, I mean, sorry, Vitalik uh, Buterin criticized El Salvador's President Nayib Bukele on Friday for forcing businesses in the country to adopt Bitcoin. Buterin also called out Bitcoin maximalists for supporting Bukele. Making it mandatory for businesses to accept a specific cryptocurrency is contrary to the ideals of freedom that are supposed to be so important to the crypto space, Buterin wrote in a Reddit post. Last month, Bitcoin became legal tender in El Salvador. It is optional for the country's individuals to use the cryptocurrency, but all companies must accept Bitcoin as long as they have the technology to do so. Every economic agent must accept Bitcoin as payment when offered to him by whoever acquires a good or service. Article 7 of El Salvador's Bitcoin law reads, Those who, by evident and notorious fact, do not have access to the technologies 
that allow them to carry out transactions in Bitcoin are excluded from the obligation expressed in Article 7 of the law. The state will promote the necessary training and mechanisms so that the population can access Bitcoin transactions. This strategy of pushing Bitcoin to people with almost no prior attempt to educate them is reckless and risks a large number of innocent people getting hacked or scammed, according to Buterin. Shame on everyone. Okay, fine. I'll call out the main people responsible. Shame on Bitcoin maximalists who are uncritically praising him, Bukele wrote Buterin. So what about ETH? Would Buterin say the same things about Ethereum maximalists if El Salvador is selected Ether as legal tender, asked one Reddit user. Buterin responded by saying that he has criticized Ethereum users and applications several times. Elsewhere in the thread, he said mandating a specific cryptocurrency is opposed to crypto's idea of freedom. Another Reddit user wondered if Bukele bought Bitcoin at a low price and he wanted it to go up, so he brought the Bitcoin law into the country. That is a simpler and dumber hypothesis, according to Buterin, both for political reasons and because he's a human being like the rest of us. He just loves being praised by people he considers powerful, example, Americans. Bitcoin maximalists are a very easy community to get to praise you. You just have to be in a position of power and do or say nice things about them and their coin, said Buterin. So what do you guys think about this? Vitalik Buterin calls out Bitcoin maximalists for supporting El Salvador's president, Nayib Bukele. Comment down below and let me know if you agree with Vitalik Buterin or if you think he is just a little bit jealous that Nayib Bukele chose Bitcoin over Ethereum. All right, let's take a look at Article 2. Why new investors are choosing Cardano over Bitcoin and Ethereum. So, crypto trader and analyst Alex Kruger recently commented on why Cardano might be the most sought after crypto among new investors. He attributed the popularity of ADA to a podcast. In a tweet, he said, just met with an old friend of mine who just got into crypto. His first coin, you bet, ADA. Because of a podcast, newcomers always go for ADA. Simply amazing. And JS responded by, one of the mysteries of life is how all newbies go for ADA. While crypto podcasts are popular, he was referring to the one hosted by Charles Hoskinson. He said, it's Charles' YouTube magic. Hoskinson is the co-founder and CEO of IOHK, the company behind Cardano, and is active on social media platforms. On his channel, he explains concepts that include Cardano's update proposals, global crypto challenges, along with conducting regular AMAs or Ask Me Anything sessions. It might essentially mean that he can deliver clarity to first-time investors on his project, according to Kruger. So what are the upgrades? On the Cardano upgrade front, the community released its near-term status update on October 8th. It stated that the team is working on an October maintenance upgrade along with making some more ERC-20 deployments. It also noted that for the improvement in decentralization, it has updated Cardano node dependencies along with the re-implementation of the transaction confirmation model. Additionally, the Cardano team is reviewing a few testnets like the Adelis testnet version 4.3.2 and focusing on debugging among other upgrades. Despite development momentum, the end of the last month wasn't a great time for Cardano, since the average number of large transactions on-chain had shown a steep drop. 
CoinShares weekly fund flows report for a period until 1st of October showed that Cardano received only $1.1 million in capital inflows. So what's the outlook? But it doesn't necessarily warrant a negative outlook. Grayscale Investments' latest report estimated that the network demonstrated positive fundamental trends. Further in the near term, the report stated that the new DAP NFT and token launches may lead ADA holders to shift their allocation to these assets. Meanwhile, the network is not free from competitive threats. The report cited that there is competition from layer one blockchains with smart contracts capability like Ethereum, Solana, Internet Computer Protocol, Avalanche, and others. While Cardano recently developed smart contract capabilities through Alonzo, the application of DAP's function is still in the initial phase. But it is noteworthy that the Cardano Foundation recently announced several strategic partnerships with names like COTI, Chainlink, Rival, etc. in the Cardano Summit 2021. These partnerships are expected to further increase the adoption and use cases of the Cardano network in the upcoming days. Frederick Grigard, CEO of the Cardano Foundation, had said, Quote, our new ecosystem partners cover a range of challenges and opportunities at the forefront of global society today, including climate change, NFTs, decentralized finance, and digital identity, and they will play a pivotal role in helping us realize our vision. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about why new investors are choosing Cardano over Bitcoin and Ethereum? Comment down below and let me know what you think about Cardano, if you hold it, or if you plan on buying it, or if you're thinking of staying away from it. Let me know what you guys think. All right, article number three. Executive order bombshell. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, BNB, XRP, Solana, and Dogecoin are braced for a massive earthquake amid huge price pump. As Bitcoin and cryptocurrency prices are surging across the board, the U.S. government is weighing a regulatory crypto crackdown, according to reports. The Bitcoin price has rocketed 20% over the last month, adding over $10,000 per Bitcoin. The price of Ethereum, Cardano, Binance, BNB, Ripple's XRP, Solana, and Dogecoin have followed Bitcoin higher, helping the combined cryptocurrency market soar to over $2.3 trillion. Amid the huge crypto price pump, the Biden administration is weighing an executive order that would see a raft of new rules related to Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. It was reported by Bloomberg, citing anonymous sources familiar with the matter. So the executive order, which is still under consideration, would see federal agencies charged with making recommendations on Bitcoin and crypto and would touch on financial regulation, economic innovation, and national security. Bloomberg was told by the White House insiders who added a crypto Cesar could be appointed to coordinate agencies work on digital currencies. A Biden administration official told the newswire that even if the executive order is not released, the overall U.S. strategy for cryptocurrencies will still be made public. In recent months, pressure has mounted on regulators in the U.S. and around the world to rein in the white-hot Bitcoin and crypto market that's grown by almost $2 trillion this year alone and been thrust into the national spotlight for its use in May's colonial pipeline ransom attack. Over the summer, 
the crypto community revolted against the Treasury's push for new tax reporting requirements on cryptocurrencies as part of President Joe Biden's multi-trillion dollar infrastructure package. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has said that the government should create a regulatory framework for stable coins, cryptocurrencies pegged to traditional currencies, or real-world assets that act as a major on-ramp for crypto investors. While influential U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren has called on regulators to accelerate a review of the impact of cryptocurrencies on the stability of the financial system. However, the chairs of both the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, and the Securities and Exchange Commission, Gary Gensler, have recently said that the U.S. won't follow in China's footsteps in trying to outlaw Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. In September, China expanded an earlier ban on Bitcoin and crypto mining, cracking down on all the crypto trading activity. The move sent the Bitcoin price sharp, sharply lower than it has since bounced back, along with the price of smaller coins, Ethereum, Cardano, Binance, BNB, Ripple's XRP, Solana, and Dogecoin. Elsewhere, the Bank of England this week said increased Bitcoin and crypto regulation is needed as cryptocurrencies are becoming more integrated into the UK's financial system. And the Bank for International Settlements, the organization that represents most of the world's central banks, published preliminary guidance on how regulators can oversee Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So what do you guys think about this executive order bombshell? Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, BNB, XRP, Solana, and Dogecoin are braced for a massive earthquake amid huge price pump. Comment down below and let me know if you think this massive earthquake is going to come in the next month or so, or do you think it's going to be postponed until later? All right. Before we get into the next few articles, I just want to take the break and say thank you so much to everyone that's been supporting me. I've been looking at the analytics over the past weekend, and I've seen some support over in America and in South America, as well as in European countries. Thank you so much for listening in on the Apple podcast. Again, remember, if you're listening in with an Android device, you can catch me on Spotify or Google Podcasts, as well as if you want to check out the videos, YouTube space. Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Again, please like, share, and subscribe. It does help me out greatly. All right, let's keep on going to the round two. Article number four. Why Bitcoin investors need to restrain their bullishness for now. So Bitcoin has been the best performing asset out of all the top 10 coins in the market this week. It has once again justified its king coin status, but as the king, it also faces a lot of threats from altcoins sometimes. However, in this particular instance, the threat comes from its very own investors, and that too not in the form of selling, but actually buying. Bitcoin on a roll. Bitcoin has been flying high for more than 10 days now, from falling to 42k at the end of September to rising back up to 55k. The recovery has been quick and strong. However, it is important for investors to be cautious during such a quickly rising market. In such a case, usually the chances of trend reversal rise as quickly as the asset does. At the moment, the total supply in profit is at 92.92% only 2% away from creating a market top. In just 12 days, about 16% of the coins that were losses during September have returned to profit already. So what's the harm? On the basis of a technicality, a market top is followed by a price fall. 
Further, the 17% price rise we have seen this week combined with the fact that BTC is still going up could lead to the market top occurring soon. Now, there have been instances in the past when this didn't happen, such as during the April all-time high bull run, but then again, the Bitcoin reached the same 95% plus zone in May. We witnessed a sell-off. Not that the next reach would trigger a sell-off, but we can never be certain about what will happen, so it's better to be safe than sorry. Thus, in order to ensure that there are no significant negative impacts, Bitcoin investors should for a while restrain their bullishness, because even at press time, buying orders had dominance over sell orders, and that too by almost $1.1 billion, about 20k BTC. Again, this is an interpretation of the on-chain data and not in any ways investment advice. So at the end of the day, it is also suggested that investors do their own research as well as invest accordingly. So what do you guys think about this article? Why Bitcoin investors need to restrain their bullishness for now? Comment down below and let me know if you think that 42K to 55K, where's the next step? 60K or you think it's going to go back crashing down? All right, let's take a look at our last article for today. It's a main topic. It is called, is the U.S. dollar going digital? So uh, as the U.S. dollar is entering the crypto age, the U.S. government is considering the tremendous change the digital dollar would bring. According to a Bloomberg report, the guidance will come through three pending reports related to public and private efforts to digitize the world's global reserve currency. First, the month the Federal Reserve Board will release a paper on the U.S. payment system that is expected to provide direction on whether the country should issue a so-called central bank digital currency. Soon after, the Fed Bank of Boston will publish research and open source computer code on technology that could underpin a digital dollar. Then, the President's Working Group on Financial Markets is set to issue policy recommendations on how to regulate stablecoins, which are actually digital dollars created by private companies. Put together, the three reports will provide guidance map for the broader financial community on how the Fed and Biden administration see the dollar's crypto future playing out, the extent to which they embrace adoption of a digital currency, and the guardrails that they may see as necessary to protect individuals and investors in a largely unregulated corner of the market. Digital assets have exploded to $2 trillion US. According to the Bloomberg report, the US government has to move swiftly as the value of digital assets has exploded to about $2 trillion. And China and the other countries as well move rapidly with plans for their own sovereign digital currencies. This has gone from, it's an interesting idea, a few years ago, to, we need to have a pilot project, said John Lipsky, director of the Atlantic Council's Geoeconomic Center as a Fed-issued digital dollar. The Fed board's paper is expected to focus on the U.S. payment system as well as the potential prospects of a Fed-issued digital dollar. However, U.S. central bankers have been divided over whether creating a digital dollar is wise, with Fed Vice Chair for Supervision Randall Queries describing its benefits as unclear and its risks significant and concrete. On the other side, proponents of creating central bank digital currencies, or CBDCs, say they can speed up payments, reduce their cost, and increase access to the financial system for the underbanked. However, there are risks 
a group of world central banks, including the Fed, the Bank of England, and the European Central Bank, last week issued a report warning that CBDCs could exacerbate bank runs by making it easier for depositors to clear out their cash during a crisis. The ultimate issuance of a CBDC would take years, and the Fed would prefer Congress to pass legislation authorizing the issue of the digital dollar, Fed Chair Jerome Powell has said. So the technological standards of the digital US dollars, well, the second paper from the Boston Fed could begin to set technological standards that would be important, not just for the rollout of a digital dollar, but for others already being developed around the world, said the Atlantic Council Slipsky. Most countries' economics will have to be integrated with the US payments systems, which means any guidance the Fed gives on what to do about privacy trade-offs and other attributes could end up molding foreign efforts, Lipsky said. While an official U.S. digital currency, if it happens, will take years to come about private companies, including Tether International Limited and Circle Internet Financial, have launched their own versions with tokens in circulation now worth more than $120 billion. So the stable coins regulation, the third paper, which will be released by the president's working group on financial markets, a collection of the leaders of U.S. agencies, including the Fed and the U.S. Treasury Department, will address this trend. Federal officials are concerned because since stable coins are invested in assets such as corporate bonds and related securities, they could experience severe stress if investors were to lose confidence and attempt to cash in their stable coins all at once. Powell and Securities and Exchange Commission Chair Gary Gensler have linked uh, stablecoins to money market funds, which also seek to maintain a value of $1, but during times of stress have sometimes failed. The report is expected to recommend bank-like regulation for stablecoin providers and for Congress to pass a bill establishing a new limited type of charter to allow crypto banks to manage stablecoins as deposits a senior official involved with the report told Bloomberg. Such regulation could limit what stablecoin providers can do with their reserves, possibly constraining their profits in the name of greater investor protection. The Fed would have an enormous competitive advantage over private tokens if it launches its own digital dollar, Barclays Place said in a September uh, research report analyzing the case for a use US digital currency. Together with regulations, a federal CBDC could crowd out private issue crypto, the Barclays report said. So what do you guys think about this? Is the US dollar going digital? Comment down below and let me know what you guys think about this. All right, let's take a look at the prices one more time before we head out. At number one, BTC is at $56,700. Ethereum at $3,521. Cardano at $2.22, Binance Coin $417, Tether $1, XRP $1.16, Solana $151, Polkadot $35, USD Coin $1, and Dogecoin at $0.23. Cents. All right, so there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast and YouTube video. Again, this is Dave's Daily Crypto Take, taking all of the crypto news, whether they're for or against unbiased crypto news and updates. So again, please like, share, and subscribe on the YouTube video and check me out on Apple, Spotify, and Google. 
when you have the chance. All right, until then, have a great crypto day and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.